here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. into fantasy te welcome back uh, once again my name is nick masick uh we've also got lonnie cox and vital Dejust, and our special guest this evening uh fellow comedian south florida comedian and fantasy football uh aficionado lando gonzalez welcome everybody lando gonzalez Ooh. welcome nice to have you yeah, thanks for joining oh, us, man. Uh, Lando is Lando's not in our league yet, but he is on our wait list. Um, so you make uh, it sound so official, like we have a list. Know. It's not, <laughs> listen, it's not unofficial. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were so we were I'm just, happy to consider. Yeah, we're happy to have you, man. Uh, we we're just talking about our DraftKings. We'll get, we'll let's get we'll get back to we'll get to DraftKings again later in the podcast. We usually do that right before uh, the end of the podcast. Um, so. We got a lot of stuff to cover, but first of all, Lando, just give us your uh, quick background on fantasy football and how you're doing so far this year. Let us know what's going on with your teams. Uh, just like my backstory of fantasy football started when I was about 14, 15 years old. That was my obsession. That was after a few years of getting familiarized with actual football. I'm a Dolphins fan, unfortunately. I think that yeah. <laughs> resonates so there. Although it's good this week, but that's basically my life with the Dolphins. It's good this week, and then it's like coming back to an abusive relationship repeatedly. Um, but yeah, I've been playing fantasy football for about 13 years now, obsessively. I'm in six leagues this year, two dynasty leagues, four redrafts. Um, yeah, my wife is not a big fan of me during these <laughs> six months. Yeah, my life just essentially starts revolving around either comedy and this, and this is what I'm doing constantly. Yeah. Um, and what was the other question? So how's your, uh, so you're in six different teams, six different leagues, how yeah. highlights and lowlights so far this year, how are your team's doing, what's going on? So I'll start with that low light. I joined the dynasty league a year ago and I was going for a immediate win strategy, right? I wanted to win within the next two years. So I drafted okay. a team that was a little bit heavier on veterans, right? Mm-hmm. Because I figured, you know, worst case scenario, I can just take my running backs trade them away for first rounders and then rebuild later. So this summer I invested full blown into running backs and basically abandoned my wide receivers because I'm like, all right, I got Allen Robinson. He's going to hold it down. Not a high ceiling guy, but consistent at least. Hmm. Yeah. That phase that you made, that's exactly how I felt started this season. Well, it was solid logic. It was solid logic. Up until this year, that was very accurate. Yeah. He was a pro bowler. He's a pro bowler, right? Consistently, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. always in there, man. It's like one of these like super underrated guys that gets consistent points week in and week out. I mean, on the field, he's, I think, one of the top receivers in the game. Yeah. But fantasy-wise, you know, considering his quarterback history, he hasn't really had a ton of, like, high-ceiling potential. But when I had already invested in Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, I had Damian Harris, I had Antonio Gibson – all of that team. I traded away all my wide receivers to get those guys. I figured, all right, I just need basic low floor guys that won't won't kill me. Mm-hmm. So I have Pat Mahomes in that team too. So basically that entire team has tanked consistently since the start of the season. I had two yeah. great scoring games and everything else has been downhill from that point on. Uh, it's rough. Yeah. Are you doing well in any of your leagues? Yeah, I'm actually doing okay in a couple of them. Uh, I tend to go for 
drafting from one pool of what I think are really, really good teams. So like Cowboys this year, the Rams, I got a lot of. Mm. And one of my teams have Kyler Murray, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, um, and DeAndre Hopkins, which I recently traded for. That team I'm doing really well. In. What but did I'm you living do during right that bye week, bro? Did you just sacrifice the Oh, house? yeah. Punt it. Punt yeah. it. Just started grabbing any scrubs, just like Joey, like anybody who I could put on my team. Yeah, that's a good, I mean, that's one strategy I, I've, I've utilized as well in the past. And I think I might, might even have that going on this, this year in some of my teams where, yeah, you just like, you get a bunch of guys, you try almost like if it just kind of happens, but like you get a bunch of guys from the same bye week and you're just like, fuck it, that week I'm not going to win. Um, but it's better than kind of struggling through like eight weeks, you know, of like, ah, I need a guy here. I need a guy there. So it's an interesting strategy to use uh, and not always totally ineffective. So all right. Um, cool. So let's uh, let's catch up on our fantasy weeks from this week. Vital, what is going on, man? I think you have the closest matchup right now in our league. Yeah. Coming it's, into uh, it's pretty close. I mean, honestly, it looks like I'm gonna lose. Score is uh, 101. I'm up, and he has 65. Uh, but he has Matthew Stafford, uh, who has uh, Daryl Henderson, <laughs> George Kittle. <laughs> And um, Sony Michael, Michelle. I have Sony Michelle. He won't score any points, probably. Not. <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's he's essentially playing his handcuff. If Darrell Henderson goes out, then Michelle's going to get the points. So he's like, yeah, he's playing literally in-game handcuff. Um, I just need them to have a bad game. And Elijah Michelle. Oh. So I need San Francisco. I really just need uh, the Rams to implode, honestly. And George Kittle to be out of it. But if Elijah Mitchell, I'm up 40 points. It's possible. There's a lot that can happen. I think if, if Mitchell ends up with a lot of game script, if he has a big game, I think you win, honestly. Yeah, but they can't get down too early. Like, that's the thing. He has to be at least in it till the half so he gets some decent yards. Like, yeah. Because then they're just going to try to throw it. I wish I had Debo Samuel in this league. That's a, I have my other league. Oh, I think he's going to get – I wish I had Debo Samuel in every league. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Should have had him in our league. Shut up about Debo Samuel. I need him to not score. Let's see. You need him to not. You're pretty safe, but not totally no, safe. No, no, Shut your mouth. Don't say I it. I don't know, don't man. Say it. Everyone be quiet. No, 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 no. Don't say it. Don't say a word. 44 points is what Lonnie does not. What is need. it, 34? 44. No, it's a big no, thir- It's 34. It's 34. Oh, is it 34? Um, it's 110 to 143 right now. Really? Yeah, dude, that's 100. Possible. Yeah, he scored 38 points already this season. Dude, especially in this game where they might be behind, they're <laughs> going to start having to throw it. But it's the Rams defense, though, dude. This isn't – I don't know who – Yeah, but let's see. Oh, dude, let's the game, you know you got to play prevent late. So dude, they're going to get a bunch of – He scored 33 yards. against 30. Detroit yeah. and 38 against Seattle. So two terrible defenses. It's definitely – I should be fair. It's certainly possible, but I, I, I feel like they – I think they're going to – I think he's going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey. I know Ramsey could Correct. play Kittle a lot, but I think Debo's been no. the guy who's been going off. And they have the linebackers to keep to run with Kittle, I believe. Correct. So I think he's going to see a lot of Ramsey, and that's going to be tough. I mean, it's always tough. It's tough for everybody. Um, not that he can't do it, and they're very creative about ways that they get him the ball. But, man, 34 is a tall task, even for Debo yep. Samuel. Certainly capable, but I think you're pretty safe. Vital is – uh the closer of the matchups but right now you're looking pretty good at uh and my team has really turned around huh 
Your team was never bad. You you got more points yeah, than I did. Yeah, a couple bad points. I think. I, I'm actually, I think, two or three in the league in points right now. I'm points, not, my, yeah. my points scored is not is not bad. No, your points is your points scored is higher than mine. Um, I know that if I, I so I know there's a lot of teams sitting right. Like if I win this week, I'll be at five and five. And I know that there's like a, a huge, there's going to be a huge gap in there. And right. I'll win the tiebreaker. You'll win the tiebreaker. Of all yes. those teams right now based yes. on points yes. scored. Based so. on your points, Otto. You're in, you're going to be in pretty good shape if you win. Um, right. Both of you guys are going to be in pretty good shape. But <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys realize this? So if like a Fatal, for instance, if Fatal loses and Lonnie wins, you guys are going to be tied at five and five with a very close point total like that could i mean you'll be a little bit ahead i think lonnie but not by much yeah lonnie's up right. on me by eight points right now right and but he'll so, gain a little ground probably tonight we'll still be three and four most likely what's what's that you'll be what won't we be three and four in points scored probably yeah, yeah. um well, i think i'm gonna pass you Vital. if everything holds as predicted i'll be ahead of you a little bit i'll be right in between yeah. you guys. yeah you're yeah you're right there you only know so, but did you guys? I don't know if you guys realize this. You play against each other in the final week of our regular season. <laughs> week well, by 30. then, I'll be I'll be cruising to Championshipville, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, it won't. It shouldn't matter too much. I'm just kidding. I'm 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 terrified. I just it's, don't want to fucking do a dance. Ah, uh, it's gonna be so fun. I told Lando. I told you last week what our our penalty is, right? The Nico bowling dance. You have to dance yeah. to the bowling dance. Nico was actually at the open mic last night when I was, <laughs> I was saying that was that was two. That was last week. Yeah, it was last week. We we're hanging out there. Um, so <laughs> but I don't. I think it's gonna be really difficult, honestly for both of you guys to make the playoffs because you have that head to head in week 13, that might be what tips the scales. It's not impossible. You guys can still both make it, but to both be in the top six sitting at starting, even if you, if you, if you lose and you win right now, like you guys are going to be head to head, that's going to be really fun for the last week. Um, And we're not going to have our Packers. Oh, (laughs) Oh, all the Packers are out. That's a Packers bye week. Oof. Yeah, that's a brutal bye week. If you drop the which Packers, one is it? The last, it's the mm-hmm. last, last week, week. week thirteen. For us. Yeah, For us, I shouldn't even told you. Left you quarterbackless. I mean, I got, I got Ben Raplesberger, baby. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those, those points really would have helped you. Listen, my team, Ben Roethlisberger is going to pretend that your team is in the bathroom and he <laughs> wants something that you're not willing to give. All right, yes. he's going to take it. Yeah, he's just going to take it from you. I, that actually is the Packers with you guys head-to-head is actually a pretty even thing because you've got Adams, right, Vital, And Lonnie, mm-hmm. you've got um, Rodgers. So Aaron actually- Rodgers has not done shit for me this year. He, he has not won me any games. You know what I mean? Like, yes. he's been decent, but he has not won me He's not anything. been great. No, he's Correct. not been great. Um, I mean, I think the most he scored is 24 the whole year, which yeah. is insane. But the but Devontae the Adams has been treating me good, so this does hurt me. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is which is so funny. So that's the it's it's interesting that Rodgers has not been doing great, but Adams has. It's but that makes sense though because he's getting uh we get I know he's getting so many more points. Yeah, yeah. The sacks are wild. Like yeah, dude, we gotta stop so that next because that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am casting a ballot in the Congress of Fantasy TE to what? remove the sacks. Hey, they really fucked you How up, much man. do you guys score per sack? The sacks. Points. You lose one point. One point for That's... each sack. 
each sack. That's a lot, dude. That's like the most I've ever had in any in any league. It's got to be whatever. Like that's that's point no. That's good. That's we're, this is a good number. We no, also because the thing is, then, is that it it's really gears towards running quarterbacks. We also no, it doesn't though because I balance it out. No, listen. I balance it out by making passing touchdowns worth five points. So your quarterback, it, it may fluctuate more, but when a passing touchdown is worth, you get an extra point for a passing touchdown that helps balance the scales in terms of the running quarterbacks. And there's a, there's plenty of running quarterbacks who take a lot of sacks. Russell Wilson running quarterback takes a lot of sacks. Uh, Lamar Jackson takes a lot of sacks. So it, no, I, I like personally, I like the, I like the way the points where they're at, man. I think if you take a sack, you should lose a point. That's a fucking mistake. It's a bad thing. That Lando, what do you think? Um, I, first of all, the idea of losing points for sack, that's pretty unique. I haven't encountered that in another league before, but I really do like it because I think fundamentally a sack is a quarterback stat, right? Yes. Like I think if you're, no, holding it's the an ball, offensive line it. stat. Yeah, hundred percent. It is a, and it is a, it, it shows the quality of an offensive line. It has nothing to yeah, do with the dude. And then yeah. sometimes it is a smart QB play to take a sack instead of like risking a bad throw. That's a rookie mistake to try to get Correct. it. Correct. Fair enough. But there are quarterbacks that take one too many sacks. They end up holding the ball for too long. I think of Tannehill during his years with the Dolphins. That was a huge problem with Tannehill. You know, he waited too long for plays to develop, and that was entirely his fault. The offensive line was bad. Granted. But that's so let, let me let me pitch my case here. Patrick Mahomes in our league has scored 239 points. Okay. Okay. Third in points is Josh Allen, which makes sense at 228. Fourth in our league is Jalen Hurts with 216 points. Patrick Mahomes has thrown 25 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has thrown 13 touchdowns. Patrick Your Mahomes. Honor. Your oh, honor. Yeah. So it doesn't balance. Oh, a touchdown oh. zone balance. Your Patrick, honor. Patrick Mahomes leads the league in turnovers right now. Ten, ten turnovers. No, 19. Ten interceptions. And like nine fumbles. Like he leads the league in turnovers. Listen, and he's Nick, still leading how, in points. Can I pitch this? Reasonable. Can I pitch this? How, about, how about the penalties don't start until the first three sacks? But no. No, no come on, man. Dude, it, if a quarterback is much. taking sacks, it should count against him. I don't, I don't, I don't care. believe that. I don't care. There's no way to penalize an offensive line. There's no point thing that you can So Exactly. So why are you penalizing the QB? Because it's part of his game. It's part of the game. Get out of here, man. It's <laughs> part of, listen, if it's part of the game, it's part of our fantasy. That's I will say, though. I it's, think, it's, they, you don't I, get I negative think, points in football for getting sacked. You get negative I do yards think one point if it's part of the game. Negative points in football for throwing it in. If it's part of the game, exactly. and it should be part of our fantasy. I suggest next year we consider. I don't think we have to do it. We should consider doing IDP. Oh, uh, that is such a huge wrinkle, and I'm not opposed to it entirely. But honestly, I'd rather add head coach before I add IDP, um, because so it's just like it's head because when you add head and also we're going to change a bunch of things anyway next year we're going to add a bunch of new twists next year anyway and i like to do that gradually so as to not confuse the elderly people that are in our league uh too too much steve's name i want idp (laughs) because i am a defensive wizard how's your defense doing this year number three overall in the nfl wait who did did he pick they lost big yesterday, but the, the Cleveland Browns. Browns are the number three overall defense in the NFL. 
again, the defensive wizard. What, what was what was the answer? I thought you said you could pick the best defense. We got to roll the tape. Was that not it? He did. Pick I will pick a good sure. defense, no matter what. And I picked the Cleveland Browns. They have not scored crazy in fantasy, but they are the number three defense in the NFL in total defense. Uh, the defensive wizard again. It's a long season. We'll see how that plays out. We're halfway through the season. They just lost 45 to 17. So it didn't, it wasn't great yesterday. (laughs) I'll admit it. (laughs) But we do have the defensive player of the year candidate right now, Mm -hmm. the leading candidate for defensive player of the year. It's a pretty good over uh, digs. Yeah, I would say Miles Garrett has pulled away because he hasn't done anything in the last couple weeks. I knew that was going to die out. Because yeah. they're not going to throw to him anymore. They're not going to throw to him, and which is yeah. also adds value. And I do think they take that yeah. into consideration. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, he might, he might win it. Both, but I mean, if, right if uh, what's his yeah. name didn't win it two years ago, the guy from the Dolphins, what's his name? Exa- um, oh, uh, I mean, Howard. 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 Howard? Xavier Howard. Howard. Like if he didn't win it, I don't know. Like the, the days of like a, well, Stephon Gilmore won Stephon it, but Gilmore he was just all, won he it. was all over the place. He just won it. Um, I think he could still. Still, Especially if the Dallas keeps uh, blowing the thing motherfuckers is, is he would out. Need to be like forcing fumbles, recovering fumbles. Like he would need to be doing more than just intercepting the ball. He would really need yeah. to be like making his case throughout the field, which he's not. He's not like a super dominant defensive player. Like he's mm-hmm. great. Don't get me wrong. He's but he's not like but his presence is breaking corner. Like you know what I mean? Not yet. He's almost not like yet. He's getting there. Correct. He's young. He's still so young. That's the yeah, thing. A second, he's yeah. he's definitely he. I mean, the likelihood that he could win one at some point in his career is Correct. very mm-hmm. real, very real possibility, but he is, he's just, he's a really young talent. Um, all right. Well, since you guys are, are you guys finished complaining about sack points against quarterbacks? No, no. this, this is going to no. come up to a vote. I want this as parliament style in the next year. Yes. Yes. We should bring it to the floor. Mm. This is, I don't know, about, we'll see. What? Look at this. <laughs> Maybe. What, what's, what's so wrong about, why would you not want to have sacks as a, as listen, we spent a lot of time on this already. We'll revisit part it. Part of the game. We, we both wait a minute, it. wait a minute, wait a minute. Are defenses scoring a point for every sack? Uh, yeah. Usually, I think that. So that's the point. Is, that's already there. No, but it's, I, I want it to count against the person who takes the sack. Sometimes and you say sacks have nothing to do with the quarterback. But, sacks have so much. But to then do we with have to expand everything. Receivers need to start getting negative points for interceptions. Like uh, fucking everybody needs to start going nah, like that. You can't do that. Listen, what do you mean? I, yeah. What? You can't. You Listen, can't. There's here's no the thing. way to here's do the thing. it. The it's NFL does in- not count sacks on, as a stat. Yeah, they do. Like the NFL That's how we know does how many not, not on are. a quarterback stat line. Oh, yeah. It's definitely on a quarterback stat line. How many no, sacks did not. he take this week? Yes, they count it's, how many sacks each. Team, but it's not. If you look at a quarterback stat line, it is not going to say how many sacks, like, in his sometimes, stat line. Sometimes it does. When they have a it's bad a team game. stat. When they have it's a, a team stat. That, that usually, usually seems like they bring that up for the offensive line. They'll be like, the offensive line is a team stat. So take that into consideration when you're drafting your quarterback, which you do anyway. I will take it into consideration when I'm presenting my case on the floor of the Senate next year. That's all we want. All we want is a fair trial, Nick. All we want is the people to have a voice. I will take it under advisement. But realistically, <laughs> we're bringing it to the All league. Right, I'm, I'm doing a petition. I'm getting names. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going out in the streets. Yeah. If you're trying to take a stat that happens in the NFL that they do track and take it out of fantasy football, 
I'm against it. I am. It is I, not an individual stat. That is my. That is the basis. I can, of I can my, tell you. I can. I could Google it right now. How many sacks has so and so taken? That's not my point. My point. Nah, is that is your stat. point. That was no, exactly what you just said. A team stat. It's a team stat. No, I can yes. Google. I can find out how many sacks. It's easier to find out how many sacks an individual quarterback has taken than it is to find out how many sacks a team has given up. That is, it's a much more so, readily referenced. Hand hand. What do you mean? They're counting the it's same team. team stat. No, they're not. No, dude, because they play different quarterbacks throughout the year. Like other quarterbacks. Yeah, but play. that's still, that's just an addition thing. They, you but that is it. not, that is not what you will hear them talking about. You will hear them talking about how many sacks has this quarterback taken this year? Not, not if they're making the, it's who they're focused on. If they're talking about the offensive line, they'll say, oh, the offensive line is attacked. If they're talking about the quarterback, he's like, oh, he's been hit not, this many times. Abs- and they I mean, never like, blame him. Roethlisberger, example, A, Roethlisberger. How many sacks does he take? Is he responsible for a lot of those? I have no Abs- idea how many sa- sacks he's taken. I know he's beaten two rape cases. I know that's in his stat line. <laughs> Speaking what of quarterback, guys, do to you this week? <laughs> how many points do you get for that? For what? Being a rape case? It's a lot. Yeah, I think it's. If you um, get a, like if a you get convicted, it's minus fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your team hey, hey, Nick, it's a part of the game. Real world stats. <laughs> so bad. Uh, who's got Who's got Watson on their team right now? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> if you have Watson starting, you just lose your league. Like you negative three hundred. Yeah. If you leave him in the starting line, you just dance. Um, no, yeah, we should start a who got in trouble this week. Listen, thing in the NFL. Here's the thing: there aren't all of these things. I I wish there were more things that we could add in. Like I want, I wish there was a, a, a and I actually do. I petition. I sent uh, requests to to the uh, the league, not the league. The like what is it? The app. Sleeper. Yeah, the app sleeper. Like I want, I want to be able to give receivers up one point when they draw a pass interference but that's not an option yet but i think that, would be, that you should get value yeah. for that because it, it it is something that they do and and yeah you could make an argument it should be it could be for the quarterback but i would rather give it to the receiver since instead of getting a catch and yards you get something no dude, that should be negative points on the defense if anything <laughs> I'm not opposed if to that anything, either. I think both, negative. honestly. Your logic like doesn't both. what? You're I'm, giving QBs negative points for getting sacks. So that's a yeah. defensive error. Like, for sure, error. way more it's, than a sack is. I am awful. okay. Let me let me just for the for the for the for the jury. Let me just say, I am okay in theory with the def, with the quarterback losing points for getting sacked. But mm-hmm. I think one point for every sack is tremendous. Like that is an incredible amount of sacks like I think two freebies like ju- like justin no fields got sacked nine option. times in one game and like he lost nine points off of that game. yeah i know you know nine. what i mean like that's a true <laughs> that is a lot of points to yeah. lose some bad quarterback play shitty offensive line you know what i mean bad, like it's it's also bad quarterback play it's it's one of the things you have to take into consideration that's just that's all it is but I think I'd balance it out. Yes, there are there are negatives that the quarterbacks can take, but I balance it out by giving them five points for passing touchdowns, and that is significant. That's an extra whole extra point versus what they usually the standard is for a passing touchdown. So it's also one of the ways I try to balance out passing uh, pocket quarterbacks versus rushing quarterbacks because the rushing touchdowns are only one point higher than a passing touchdown, which is why you see guys who are pocket passers, Brady, Stafford, still scoring good amounts of points 
Um, I think maybe the points on a passing touchdown should be more than maybe it you should want them be the same as a rushing touchdown. Well, I'll consider it, but uh, it's not something I, we're getting there. I, no, listen, I'll consider I can see the numbers you're doing, but like to balance it out in my head, I think the touchdown would then need to be worth a little more because it's way more likely that a QB is getting sacked a bunch in a game and starts rolling like that. Because if a QB scores like their three touchdowns up, usually unlike, I, you know, after a certain while, they'll stop throwing. I see your game. point, but the only reason I'm not necessarily on board with that, I'm not opposed to it entirely, but is I don't want to overvalue quarterbacks so much more than the rest of the positions. I, I want them to still maintain a, I mean, they're, they're a very high value position as it is, even with the sacks as they are. So I don't want to increase their value too much um, to, you know, disrupt the kind of like the balance of the player value in our league. Um, I think right now player value is pretty even like across the I mean, board. Yeah, it's even because everyone has to go through it. All, well, positionally, all positionally, yeah. like yeah. even running backs who don't get a lot of points are still valuable because we have to use them. And that's, mm. you know what I mean? Like I, I, I like the idea of, of a, being able to trade a pretty good quarterback for uh, an okay running back for a really good receiver for a excellent tight end. Like I, I like the kind of like the parody of all those positions being valued. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I, I get, no, I get it. Like I, I'm, I, what I'm questioning is the, how far the level of parody should go pretty much. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, if you look at the numbers in our league right now, the quarterbacks are scoring a good amount, but not outrageously more than everybody else. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes had a huge week this week, but he's had some really bad weeks because he's had some bad Three games. Weeks in a row, more or less than twenty points for me, I think. Yeah, but I want I want court, when quarterbacks have a bad game, I want them to have bad points. <laughs> That's kind of the point, you know. Like if they don't play well on the field, if they don't play well for their team, if they had a bad week, I want them to score poor. Right, but maybe we could talk about point five. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. But, but I already have, I have interceptions as a negative two, I think, and a fumble loss is a negative two. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see, but I definitely want it to still be scored. And, and I think, I think one negative one is good. I think it should hurt a little bit, but negative no, 0.5 is I'll take it into, a sack. Isn't I'll, that bad is what I'm saying. It, compared not, to the fumble, I agree with the fumble. I agree with the interception. That's crazy. You're you fucked up. Sometimes it is a smart play to take the sack. That's what sometimes I'm it is. Sometimes it is a start. And, and sometimes by taking that sack, you avoid throwing the interception. Negative mm. one instead of negative two. And you get the opportunity <laughs> and you get the opportunity to make a completion on the next play. I do blitz you. You hold the ball. Come on. That's <laughs> happens, man. You got to, you got to take the, the good with the bad. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to take it out entirely, but I will take into consideration lowering the total. But I don't like it necessarily too much because of our inflated passing touchdown points. All right, we should get to news of the week. This has been a great debate, however. <laughs> Let's talk about pro- arguably the, right, the hottest team for sure in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans. Woo! Losing That's- Derrick Henry and just, I, dude, their win streak is ridiculous. I saw the teams that they beat. Have you seen the teams that they've beaten? Like yeah, I told you last week they beat all the guys. I think every team that was in the playoffs last year or something like playoffs, that. Something yeah, crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every playoff, like out of five of their last six games have been against playoff contenders and they've won every single one. Yeah, I mean, they're just looking so tough. Who did they beat this week? They beat somebody else that was pretty good. Uh, the Saints. Saints, yeah. The Saints, yeah. Saints were looking good. They just they 
pounded them to the ground. Um, and that's without Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is it's not he hasn't been ruled out entirely for the uh, playoffs, but it's it's very it, they're saying it's possible. It's very like maybe even likely that he doesn't play for the rest of the year. So uh, that's something. It, it's such a hard loss to take, a hard blow to take for a team that has you know championship aspirations to lose your best player and arguably one of the best players in the league arguably the best player in the league um but for them to keep keep winning is just it's incredible i i feel like he is going to do everything because of how good they are he's going to do everything he can to come back if possible for a playoff run whether that has any fantasy implications or not i you know remains to be seen i agree yeah if he can come back he will um lonnie Cowboys bounce back game. Big I time. talked about it last week. That's what I wanted to see. I was I was curious to see how they would bounce back. Uh, the Falcons are not a terrible team. They like that offense was has been kind of coming back a little bit. Um, I think their record in the uh, in the NFC South, like I don't think they're they're sitting at the bottom. I, I might be wrong. No, they are now. Yeah, they are now. They are. But I I think I, anyway. Not again. <laughs> It's not terrible though. They're not way behind the Saints and the and the Panthers, but yeah, it was a dominant performance. But that was also it was that that matchup we talked about. Dan Quinn going against his former uh, team, scheming against them, and they had a they had their number uh, big time. That was a that was an impressive one. Um, as far as teams having another team's number, how about the Washington upset? That was ooh. They look like they have the Bucks number. I mean, they got they they played them tough in the playoffs last year, like right down to the wire. And man, they just stomped on them. Did you guys catch that game? Yeah, I feel yeah, like I that's a I feel like that's a perfect example of like how the NFL is moving more towards just straight scheming. I think a lot of of defense has more to do with like matchups. And there's something about the Washington football team composition that just matches up so well. I guess the Buccaneers, we saw it last year in the playoff. Like, that was like Tyler Haneke's, like, come out. Like, he came out in the yeah. playoffs. He lit it up against the Buccaneers. And, like, Tom Brady struggled that game. They pass rushed him well. They defended him well. It's like what teams kind of did with Pat Mahomes. You know, they just started playing too high safety, and for three weeks it disappeared. It's like there's something about the Washington football team scheme that just, like, it gives Tom Brady fit for some reason. Yeah, it was impressive. Uh, and even that's even with Chase Young going out, which uh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, that's he's done. yeah he's done. They, for the yeah, year. They, he got hurt early and they still dominate. They put so much pressure on them, dude. I saw them. They were getting brave jumping passes. The one that they almost picked off, dude, they're yep. those corners are on it. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's it really is disappointing that that Chase Young is out. And when he went out, I was like, oh, this is this isn't going to last. They're going to now with Young out, they're not going to be able to. They do. They still held him. Um, they still held him down big time. Um, yeah, that was a huge upset. Um, couple of, a couple other big upsets. Obviously, the one you guys referenced, the Dolphins upset. That was I thought you were going to skip it. I was going to jump Ooh, on you. Man, no. Like, yep. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Those Thursday night games are tricky, man. Uh, and that one was a huge – I thought that was the biggest upset of the week bigger than the Washington. No, Bucks there's upset. one, there's one more, a bigger upset for sure. Oh, we'll get to that. I don't know which one. Yeah. That one blew my <laughs> mind. What was the, what was the bigger upset? I don't know. What was the bigger upset? Then oh, the, the Panthers and a uh, uh, cards. 
Yeah, no, Cardinals minus Kyler Murray. Dude, uh, but 34 especially after the performance they had last week, it's one thing you, especially with a team with the, where's Cam Newton been for eight weeks? This dude came off his couch. I know, <laughs> I know. Listen, I still think the Dolphins was the bigger upset. I mean, Tua wasn't even supposed to play, and he came in and led them. No, no, no. You don't respect my Dolphins. We're always a great team. Even when we're losing, respect us. <laughs> I guess the – I think the Ravens are a little more suspect maybe than than we realized. No, before. the Dolphins' defense, I think, did a great job in that game. Like, they really did. They put a lot of pressure on um, Lamar, and then they kept, yeah. again, like jumping passes, like a lot like uh, mm-hmm. Washington played Tampa Bay. You yeah. guess you have to be Can aggressive. I just say – can I just say I hate this win – like as a Dolphins fan, like I fucking hate that they're gonna go off. We're gonna suck five next five. week. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, okay, is there a chance that we're gonna win four or five games yeah. in a row? And maybe in the playoffs, are we gonna go undefeated the rest of the? It's like there's a fucking voice in the back of my head that every year does this to me. It's like, oh shit, we beat a good team. We're gonna be okay, and it's just downhill. Like I just, I just, just ruined my life from the beginning. Just we're gonna miss the playoffs guys. by one game. Like, are they gonna make the wild card? I don't. Wild wild I don't want to be like, are the Dolphins actually good? Like, I, I just want to just believe they're bad. That That's better for my mental health. <laughs> you just have to enjoy the good. That's the only thing I've learned to do, dude. Yeah, just like enjoy the moments. Like, forget about it. Yeah, bask in it. <laughs> it was a fun Thursday night. The Dolphins showed up to play. <laughs> and that's all you're going to get. How about um, your Patriots, though? Yeah, the Patriots. Mm. Ooh, man. Patriots are looking hot. They, yeah. oh, man. They're coming on. They're coming on strong. Um, and I think they have an easy schedule too coming up. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They're gonna. Well, they do have the Dolphins again, I'm sure. So that's. <laughs> they have the Dolphins, dude. I think they have the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, the Jets again, probably. Yeah, dude. They're clean <laughs> slate to the end. I mean, we got. I, I'm sure we have to play Buffalo at least once. I don't know if we yeah. have Buffalo yet, but that's gonna be tough. That's that's gonna be a really tough game. But Buffalo, you know, they they had a hiccup against the Jags so that division is not out of reach all of a sudden the Patriots look like it never was though the Patriots are never ever going to be a bad team (laughs) it felt the way the Bills were playing early in the season it felt like yeah we might be able to make the make a run at the wild card but it felt like the Bills were going to put it out of reach when we were yeah no like a couple weeks I agree at least in the divisionally yeah. Yeah, division wise. The yeah, AFC yeah. is way more open. Every, everything, all of it is. It's, you it's know what I noticed open. about this year? Like, no C- team seems like unbeatable. The last couple of years, there's like every team has had like some sort of major flaw. Like, what? What do you remember being like the last like unstoppable seeming team? And it was like the year Baltimore went like 15 and one, and just Lamar like, Jackson lost his mind. Yeah, but then that that was the year that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and the Chiefs, yeah, that that Chiefs team was seemed unstoppable yeah, <laughs> when they hit the playoffs. Too, yeah. Those yeah. teams almost always fall in the playoffs. Those teams that are like oh, super big the throughout the regular ones. season, they almost yeah. always don't make it to the Super Bowl. And if yeah. they do, they usually lose. Yeah. Cam Newton, yeah. fifteen and one, comes to mind. The, you know yeah. the seventeen, the sixteen and zero. Everyone's uh, scheming Patriots. for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those oh, those teams uh, usually get snuck up on by somebody, the nine and seven Giants or the Bron- you know the Denver Broncos with Vaughn Miller. Like, yeah, those teams. The, the for Packers. Reason, Aaron Rodgers Packers ten and six Packers won the Super Bowl, right. and that was a 
correct me if I'm wrong. That was a Cowboys team that was 15 and one or 14 and two, I think that year. Uh, yeah, they were very good that year. I think it was 13 and three, but yes, very good. That was, I think it was a number one. Season. That was, that was Zeke's first year. Yeah. Yep. Mm. They were, that was a monster. Des did catch that ball, by the way. Uh, the NFL has, he did. has uh, changed said, the so we should have won the Super Bowl. No, that wasn't the, no, that wasn't the year the Packers won. The Packers won in uh, 2010. But that was another year. The 2010 Cowboys was another year. I think the Cowboys had a really good team. No, actually, that was the year that the Patri- that the Giants won. The- they should have beat the Giants and should have then should have beat the should Patriots. Then beat the Patriots, yeah. I remember thinking that. I was, I, I was thinking it was going to be a Patriots-Cowboys uh, Super Bowl that year. Yeah. And that was the Cowboys team. That was the best Cowboys team, I think. I think this team's better. <laughs> you think this year's better? Really? This year? Yeah, I think they're better. I don't know. That that was a great. I feel like you say that every year, dude. No, 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 no. no. For real, though, for real. This is guys. Shiny new best defense. (laughs) I have ever seen by the Cowboys. Last year, their their defense has always sucked, and even on that thirteen and three team, years and years and years ago, like that team, like their defense, they had Demarcus Ware. They had Terrence Newman. They had had a couple couple playmakers. I think was their. Yeah, they had a couple guys who. They, they made plays at opportune times, but they weren't a great defense. They just Correct. did enough to, for that but offense. This year, I mean, if you look at our defense, like this is the best or I think our defense has really ever been in my lifetime since, you know, the big three. But, mm. you know, I mean, you've got Micah Parsons, Randy Gregory, uh, Demarcus Lawrence when he comes back, Xavier Diggs, Keanu Neal. Yeah. Like you've got playmakers at every level pretty much. And again, like you don't need to be the best defense in the league when you're scoring 40 points a game, you know? Yeah. Not only that, like the turnovers, like Diggs is on pace to beat the all-time interception record right now. He has like eight interceptions so far into the season. That's insane. Yeah, I think seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. got eight last game, right? Did he? Oh, he got one more. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Oh, oh I, yeah, did, I, did. I did not see that. Yeah. I did not see yeah. the highlights yesterday. Yep. Nice. That's a Matt nice. Ryan owner. I felt that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is, I think the Cowboys are a legit contender. I, I'm oh, not yeah. Gonna, for sure, without a doubt, they're a legitimate contender. It uh, they didn't look like it last week against the Broncos, but every team's had one of those one of those bad games so far this year. So we'll lose gotta... to the fucking Saints in the first or second round. Yeah, maybe, possibly they could, but they could go on a run. They could easily go on a run this year. I could see it being that year. It's all about who's healthy. Who's going to be healthy yeah, at the end of the year? And if it's the Cowboys, that could why be not us. Yep. I think um, Texas might be cursed. Like the Cowboys are never going to win another Super Bowl. I don't believe. <laughs> I've seen with them with too many you... like powerhouse teams. Just like see, and now you're jinxing all the rest of the of us, dude. You can't say something like that because then then you're like when you say that, then that's the that's the anti jinx. I am like, confident <laughs> that the Cowboys will not win the Super Bowl because they're playing so well. The yeah. Cowboys will only win the Super Bowl if they are like the least expected team to come in they need to be in right. wild like the nine and seven giants they'll yeah. never be a sneaky team though because everybody always right. talk them you can't the cowboys can sneak up on That's, anybody the paradox of the cowboys it is you're right <laughs> never sneak up on anyone ever <laughs> ever like you cannot sneak up now everyone's gonna have their eye out for them everyone's a beat america's team dude Oof, it's a bad yeah, look it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna work um <laughs> The uh, let's see what else we got. Chiefs look like they're back, maybe, but um, they had a big week. They had a big game last night. But you know what? As lopsided as the final score was, I'll say this: the Raiders had their opportunities, and you know there were a couple of situations that went the Chiefs' way that could have easily gone the Raiders' way. 
Um, but I really think that the Raiders losing Gruden has hurt Derek Carr's a lot. He Gruden is the quarterback whisperer. Did you know he was talking to him through every pre-snap read? He was he was right there in his ear. I just I think did you watch the game though? I, I only yeah. watched like the first half. I, and I didn't I didn't think Derek Carr played that bad. A lot of drops on that... receivers and things, dude. No, I saw a lot of like I don't yeah. know if that was him. Like, he didn't he didn't play that bad. But yeah. he didn't play up to his potential, which and I feel like Gruden was really going to push him over the top to like maximize his potential. And it's really it's disappointing to see the drop off, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. that, I'm not going to write him off. They can still easily make the playoffs. I think they're still in the mix to make the wild card for sure. Even the division, that division's wide open now. Um, but so the Chiefs, I just don't want to overreact to the Chiefs looking like they were back back, you know, like they might be back, but. The Raiders didn't put up as much of a fight as they could have. And there were a couple big plays that went one way that could have gone the other way easily. So like the Deshaun Jackson play that could have, that could have, should have been a Deshaun Jackson touchdown. He just like turned the wrong way. No, I was weird. That That he was trying to juke. I mean, he wasn't going to score, but it was a weird, especially for him, a guy with such vision usually. I think he was trying to two-step the state safety, but then he just kind of punched out. Like, he usually turns that into maybe if not a touchdown like uh, first and goal easily you know like he he almost always like you say he has such great instincts he almost always turns the right way he jukes like bef- before the guy even knows what he he's gonna do Deshaun Jackson jukes him out of his shoes and he just turned the wrong way and then got the ball popped out it was a weird weird thing um, and then the the I'm not gonna call it a hail mary but the prayer that Mahomes threw up to Darrell Williams in the end zone. Dude, that he got bailed out so hard on that. I mean, those two plays could easily have swung the other way. And then we could be, it could have very well been a, a Raiders, you know, they get a little momentum. They could have taken it. I'm with game. you. I'm with you. That's why I didn't think like Derek Carr's been playing that bad. The Raiders still look good. There was just like moments where it just like cost them. Yeah. No, Derek Carr wasn't bad. I wasn't saying he was bad. He didn't have a bad game. I just think that Gruden really did as a football mind. He was really putting them in the best situations. And I don't know. Just... The, the, I saw a thing that the players love it there. They're saying it's like night and day with the, whoever the new coach is. He's like saying he was under Gruden. Like he was his right hand man. They just like, yeah, he just lets us go. They live That's next just... to each other. They're neighbors, dude. Oh yeah, houses are they bought houses from the same block. That shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just as good. If they're that close, dude. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Gruden oh, had a really, he was a great football mind, man. I'm not saying the other yeah. guy's not good, but Gruden was a quarterback whisperer, dude. He was you gotta remember, he was the quarterback coach when Favre won the Super Bowl. Um yeah. he he's a quarterback whisperer, he's one of those guys. So yeah, he's in their ear. He's like, listen, don't let these gays and blacks <laughs> <laughs> Stop you from scoring this touchdown. <laughs> yes, coach. Yes, coach. I'm, I'm also, yeah, Nick, where's the list? He's all like, he's a great quarterback whisperer. You named Brett Farr. I was like, that Dude, he one. Got a, uh, Rich Gannon. I Rich mean, he Gannon, let Brad yeah. Johnson win a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Like, you, look, the guys that he took to another level. Uh, I mean, and Favre was great already, but he wasn't, he wasn't viewed as a, the way he is now until Gruden was his quarterback's coach. Um, he uh, was in a league in which you can draft uh, head coaches, how much does a scandal like this cost? 
we established that like, <laughs> like racial slurs are like minus 50 points well, that, something like the whole year or we would have to get you, a new coach bro he's not even a head coach anymore it's yeah an I mean, ir for coach yeah you don't but but just you that's a very good point <laughs> but the actual way it works with a head coach is it's just wins and losses. It doesn't matter who's coaching. Oh, okay. the team. You're basically okay. betting on whether the team is going to win or lose. And that's how you get head coach points. Um, so it's, it, but you get more or less depending on how much they win or lose by. So it, it, yeah. it's an, it's a fun little twist that I want to incorporate at some point. I play it in one of our other yeah. leagues and I love it. And you can also pull them out. You can like not play a coach. So that's part of it too. It's like, uh, if I don't like, cause <laughs> you only get to keep that's one, cool. I think at a time on your team. It's a fun, it's a fun twist. We'll get around to it eventually. Um, the Lions didn't lose. So shout out to the Lions for not what a losing. gross game. They, they tied a similar record. Before, they tied the Steelers. Like, so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it felt like a moral victory for the Lions. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but they all they do, kept right? turning like the that. ball over back and forth. That shit looked comical. That was, game was what is happening. It was like, so ugly. It was so good. But you know, I'm really glad. I felt it was I felt good for the Lions because they didn't lose. And I felt even better that the Steelers got a tie on their resume because it just looks yeah, dirty. <laughs> it looks it looks bad. Um, like two teams actively trying not to win. Yeah. <laughs> they just did everything yeah. they possibly could. It was not about How do you guys feel about that new rule uh, with the tiebreaker a couple of years ago? You guys think they should keep playing until they win or? Um, well, they are in the playoffs. That's for sure. Um, but that's yeah. all it's been. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 yeah, I'd like to see them keep playing until they win. I think that'd be fun. But, but it's such a long season. They, they had an extra game already. So they're like, that would be, I don't know. It, <laughs> It's like you're already worried about players getting hurt and playing extra games and more time. And it's like, if you add a rule like that and who knows, they could still be playing. Those teams are bad. They might still <laughs> like, have you guys checked in on the Lions Steelers game yet <laughs> recently? I mean, it's been a day and a half. Um, so yeah, I get why they're not going to, when they're not doing it. So a um, couple of players I want to just touch on real quick. Adrian Peterson, we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Vital, you were like, he's never going to get on the field. <laughs> and he's, is that what I said? I'm pretty sure that's that what you said. Yeah, you said that. I said Adrian Peterson is not going to be Adrian Peterson in 2012. He's no. not going to be as good as he was. But he's still, the other teams are still, like, when he's, I said he's going to get early down work, which he is, and he's going to be serviceable, which is what they need him to be. They need him to be able to pick up a blitz, which he can still do. Um, they have him on the field a fair bit. And when he does touch the ball, he, dude, he still has a little pop. He's still got a little yeah. razzle dazzle, man. Like this guy scored three points and Nick wants to bring it up. <laughs> I just want to bring it up because he's, he's going to be relevant going down the, um, down the stretch. Dude, he's definitely going to be a starter in our league for sure. Um, for three, oh yeah, because you guys are low on running backs, right? We're low on running backs. We're hurting on running backs. He's if you're low on running backs, you still don't want a three-point running back. I want to make that clear. <laughs> he got nine the first week. I'm just saying he's yeah he's touchdown dependent, but he's going to be on the field. He even caught a pass I think last week. So, um, yeah, it's not a great situation for him, but he's on the field and he's in the mix. So it's just I what like. Do you know his attempts? <laughs> I just like Adrian Peterson. I like seeing him touch the ball. He's still got that little, he's still got that flash. He's still got that juice. You can see it in his step. He's not got the endurance that he once did and certainly not the breakaway speed anymore, but I, I bet he has a couple of respectable games uh, for going down the stretch here. He's going to be a guy people throw in there as a, you know, as a dart throw. 
I, I think you, yeah, maybe as a dart throw, I don't think it's going to pay out. <laughs> Dude, Stephanie played Miles Gaskin again this week and he got her five. So, and what, you know, yeah, like... Gaskin's inconsistent. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Cam Newton, is he going to be playable? That's a, that's a bigger question. No, he's starting is no, no, I think he gets used in their red zone package and it was really good. It was two, it was like two for four. Right. But like, I okay. think, yeah, I know, but they said is. they might, they said they might start him this week. They said he's going to take first team reps. They might start. He him. barely took any snaps that game. They he won. is going to start, but I, I you, you don't play him. Yeah. Even, I don't. even with, with Christian McCaffrey coming back healthy, you don't play him. You don't think McCaffrey gives him some value. Okay. That's fair. Lando, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's very playable in two quarterback leagues. Uh, I just wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just walked in uh, to the practice area and he was already walking in two touchdowns. Like yeah. they had no scheme for him. They had no, you know what I mean? Like they weren't prepared exactly. for Cam Newton. Yeah, so. exactly. I think, I think he was going to give you a couple of really good games and then the defenses are just going to zone in on him and he's going to disappear. They probably ran some play that they ran five years ago with him when yeah. he was on the team. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they yeah. probably put in some old play. It was a quarterback power. It was straight up. Like they were like, yeah. we're going to run it down your throat with Cam Newton. And they did. Yeah. Um, it's, I think from a football standpoint though, it is going to be interesting to see him with McCaff- with a healthy McCaffrey. Um, I, we haven't seen that in a while. Cam Newton with a healthy McCaffrey on that team and a great defense. That might be a winning recipe. They might, uh, they're in position to make the playoffs right now. So um we could see some cam we could see cam newton starting a playoff game this year how about that for the panthers that's gonna be interesting that that's that's the craziest part all the teams we guessed no one said the panthers i don't yeah that was not part of the plan so um and then the last the last player that i wanted to bring up uh, moving was odell beckham going to the rams see you tonight and then, yeah, and then immediately after that, in terms of fantasy impact, immediately after that, Robert Woods tears his ACL in practice. So, boom, starting lineup, right? I mean, you're throwing him right in there. You have to, I think. He's got to learn yeah. the playbook, obviously, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So, Sean McVay offense, it's, there's a lot happening. We don't, I don't think we'll see him full. I don't think he'll start every play tonight. But yeah. he's going to get on the field, and he's going to be heavily utilized, it looks like, going down the stretch in that offense. So we could see Odell Beckham in the playoffs with a contender, which is also something we're not used to seeing. Um, Opposite, another really good receiver. So yeah, exciting stuff, different. Some names we thought, I mean, there was talk, I believe earlier this year, uh, maybe from other members of the podcast who said he might be done for for the rest of, done, done for his career. No more Odell Beckham. Nick loves to bring this up. Like we were, he might be done. Like, and he still might be done. He literally got cut from his team. Like, relaxed. Yeah. He's also starting for a Super Bowl contender tonight. Because though. someone tore the ACL. <laughs> he still might not be good. Like, let, I know, watch him I know. play first. We're gonna so find out. We have to you see. Know? This is gonna be interesting. Like, this is his this is- his last chance to some yeah. Yeah. you know this what is, I mean? Like this is his Antonio Brown situation from last year. I think, mm-hmm. right? AB I played out pretty well for Antonio Brown. It did. It worked out really well for him. Uh, but you know, he's got a great quarterback. Matt Stafford's got a great arm. He's very accurate. And uh, he's going to have every opportunity to show that he's still got it. Um, we'll touch real quick on injuries. Baker Mayfield's day-to-day. Also, not very good at football, it looks like again. So <laughs> I told you guys. I told you guys that. <laughs> you, did. you have told us that. Um, 
I've always Chase Young. We said Chase Young's out for the year. Not now from a fantasy perspective. Uh, maybe that affects whether or not the if you have a Washington team. defense. Yeah, if you watch Washington defense, but they still looked good. Which nobody should have. Nobody should. They've not been playing well until yesterday. Um, Aaron Jones is going to miss one to two weeks. They're saying with an MCL sprain that uh, certainly has playoff implications fantasy wise. Dallas Goddard got a concussion. He, I don't know if he's going to be in or out next week. Those are the big injuries that jumped off the board. Waivers, I like go out and load up if you need somebody to fill in for a bye week or for an injury. I say go load up on Patriots going against the Falcons next week. If there's any Patriots out there that are maybe Ramondre Stevenson, uh, I actually got him in another league and threw him in last minute. He was fucking monster. He had a huge game. If he's out there in your league, go get him possibly. Um, any other Patriots that are available? Jacoby Myers. Uh, who's their other uh, receiver? Algalore. Who? Aguilar, maybe Aguilar. I don't think he had a big game. Uh, Myers and Kendrick Bourne, I think, are the bigger. But whatever. Jacoby Myers finally caught a touchdown. Finally got a touchdown. What was his streak? Like two years, three years? It was, it was over fifteen hundred yards. Never happened before. <sighs> wow. Yeah, amazing. And Mike Gesicki, zero for seven. Zero for seven. No catch. catch a single pass. So weird. He's so that good. Hasn't happened since twenty fifteen. God, that's that crazy. crazy. He's a real, I think that's an aberration. I think Gusecki's a stud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying he scored me zero points, which was great. So strange. So weird. Um, AJ Dillon also with uh, Aaron Jones out. Obviously, if, if AJ Dillon's available, go get him. He's going to be a starter. Mac Jones is, I think, against the Falcons, a good play if you need quarterback. Um, he had a great, he had three touchdowns. He had a nice week. Couple other guys out there potentially. Elijah Moore has been very consistent for the Jets the last few weeks. Um, he's gotten some garbage time work and some garbage time touchdowns, but you know what? Those points still count, and he's got talent. Um, Marquez Callaway had an okay game for the Saints. He's a guy you can maybe throw in there. Ray Ray McLeod for the Steelers with both two of their starting wide receivers out right now. He's getting a lot of action. And, uh, oh, and the Dolphins defense have a nice matchup next week against the Jets. So uh, if you believe in the Dolphins and you believe in what they did against the Ravens, I think you probably want to bet on them against the Jets. They're going to be, I bet they, they're going to be a pretty hot waiver pickup this week. Dolphins defense might be the number one waiver potentially depending on your league. All right, let's go to, uh, we're going to do worst quarterback picks. I was telling um, Lando about this. I'd rather have Kaepernick Van, uh, which we've, we've forgotten to tell mention the title in recent weeks, but um, yeah. Great title, by the way. Great, yeah, great title. I'd rather have Kaepernick Van. This past weekend, I'd rather have Kaepernick Van. We all picked bad quarterbacks. They all played poorly. Uh, let's see. Vital picked Taylor Heineke. He actually didn't play bad, but he didn't score a lot of points. 11.74. Pretty disrespectful, but uh, he did get the win. Lonnie picked PJ Walker. Walker, who got uh, obviously got um, vultured by Cam. So that was a good move. 5.28, a very disrespectful 5.28. I got Mike White. I predicted that he would come back to earth and he gave me the old 1.04. Nice. So this week in I'd rather have Kaepernick then, we have a lot of difficult uh, situations to navigate and we're actually going to pick it on the show because we've already 
we haven't been able to do this the last few weeks, but we're already set. There's a lot of question marks as to who is playing. For I already know who I'm picking, bro. Well, that's good because you're going first. So right. hit us with it. Oh, all right. Uh, my boy Jared Goff faces the Bills. Ah, good old Goff is back in the mix. I like that. That's a great, great. Been a while, dog. You think I forgot about him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's he playing? Who are they playing? They're playing a pretty Bills. tough. Bills. Oh, ew. yeah. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. Lonnie. Aren't they playing? Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. What week are we in now? Uh, it's going to be week 11. So the Bills are playing the Colts. Oh, so who is Goff playing? Goff is oh, playing oh, dang. the Browns. Cleveland. He's playing Cleveland. Can I redo this? Yeah, of course. You can still repick. Yeah. Oh. So let's go through this list, though, because it's not easy to pick. Uh, Carolina is a question mark as to who that quarterback is going to be, and they're playing Washington, which is, which is not a great team. Um, who else is questionable? The Kyler – so the Cardinals, we don't know if it's going to be – um, what's his name? If Murray Murray's probably going to be back. So the yeah, best point. Dolphins, we don't know for sure if Tua's playing, but I think he's probably playing. And they're but they're playing against the Jets. Justin Fields against the Ravens. Um Roethlisberger is probably going to be Tyrod Taylor versus the Titans. Tyrod Taylor, that was the other one. Yep, Tyrod oh. Taylor against the Titans. That's a good pick. Daniel Jones versus the Bucks. Man, Jones has been good this year, though. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna like no sacks. My sacks. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, but he's playing Detroit. <laughs> so uh, Trevor Simeon at Philly. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence against the 49ers. That's another one. He's been. Yeah, that's great. the one I was actually. Yeah, thinking about that one. All right, I think I'll go with Trevor Lawrence. Here we go, Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Lonnie, you get next pick. Mm. I know this is a tough week. This is a tough week. <laughs> Lando, who do you like? It you since you're not part of the actual contest. Or actually, wait, wait till we pick ours. But you pick, and you can pick one of our guys who you think is going to be the worst quarterback in fantasy this week. And by the way, our rule is if they don't start, you're it's a disqualification so like if we pick they have, them, to, start. They have to start yeah so Lonnie already okay. got one DQ this year uh with uh Davis Mills because Tyrod came back that game I'm trying to look at some of the other so guys I'll think of one and I'll wait until you guys pick them yeah, there, yeah. Right? wait till we pick it yeah yeah um man Ooh. Heineke at Carolina there's that one also I, I think that Daniel Jones and Bucks one looks good too you like that one huh the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, the Bucks defense gives up yards. Like their do. secondary gives up yards. Yeah. I don't Carolina's know. secondary is pretty good. New England secondary is pretty good. New England secondary. Who's New England playing again? Matt uh, Ryan. Matt Ryan. Ooh. Matt Ryan will give you. He'll give you a good one. Then he'll give you a bad one. That's what I was gonna say, man. Yeah. Like, he knows he how get to up. grow. He's just... he, he might get up for that game against the Patriots, man. You know Super he... Bowl rematch, you yeah, know. Yeah, dude. It's his feelings. Big loss hurt. last week. Yeah. It's a Thursday night game. The Thursday night game. There could be some bounce back. Well, I feel like the Thursday night games favor the defenses, not the offenses. 
but yeah but i but also uh, patriots won by a lot they could be tired they were running they were <laughs> they were <laughs> the defense wasn't playing a lot in that patriots yeah. game. they were off really? the field they were they got a lot of rest i think in that game. <laughs> they were not on the field they were running the ball hard against mm-hmm. the falcons um get joe burrow against the raiders that's probably not a good pick i don't know man i'm looking all right i'm gonna do golf against cleveland golf okay Goff against Cleveland. I couldn't pick between him or Justin Fields, but. I'm looking at Fields and Taylor. Taylor's good, though. He's not going to, he's, he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. That's the thing about Taylor. Fields might make some big mistakes. Ah, Yeah, I think I'm going to take, I'm going to go ahead and take Fields. He's already won me a couple of those. All right, who what are you what do you got, Lando? Who do you like as worst quarterback this week? Or you can give us one of the guys we didn't pick too, also. All right. I kind of like Trevor Simeon this year, this uh, week. I think he's had like three solid weeks in a row. And I think that's partly because defenses haven't had a time to scheme for him yet. He's going mm-hmm. against Philly, who hasn't looked terrible. I think that's like a sneaky two interception game waiting to happen. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I could see them getting down too and him throwing some picks, Bob. Yeah, so that that makes yeah. sense. I could, yeah, definitely uh, interesting to throw that one in there. Uh, what else was I thinking about in there? Hmm, I don't know. Okay, good. All right, so um, teasers are on a bad slide. A couple big upsets, but that's okay. You know, those upsets, that's what, that's what gets you. There's always balance. So uh, five and three on teasers, <clears throat> still not terrible for the year. Um, but looking to bounce back this week, maybe might might take a look at some of those d- stronger defensive teams, um, possibly for this week. Um, cause it's the consistency on offense is what's been kind of getting us, um, the last couple of weeks, the Bucks I had the bucks and the dolphins games, both picked as part of our teaser, Man, not good. Um, so we'll look to do better on teasers next week and tonight we got winning this game and, uh, and then we'll do our draft kinks pick it's tough to squeeze that budget <laughs> fucking losing at DraftKings, you know <laughs> trying to make that number work. oh oh <laughs> trying to make this number i don't know like i can't find anybody who's who costs negative 500 yeah if i can if i can get that we're right on you're gonna ask i'm having that. a hard time there's a couple guys on injured <laughs> reserve but i still can't afford them <laughs> oh okay i'm gonna live wild today in DraftKings. <laughs> i also lived a little wild because yeah. i have nothing to fucking lose all right yeah I, I, I'm what right now in jeff and DraftKings. you got a lot uh, all right. you got a lot no you no no listen you, listen, you listen, were close listen. last game listen close. i've been close the last couple of weeks i yeah. have changed my strategy just to scope a skosh but like this is me right now i'm basically mm-hmm. you ever seen the movie full metal jacket like I'm like one of those Marines that just accepted that they're dead already. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just living life dangerously at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I'm a dead man. So, right. So, I'm free. I That's a dangerous man, though. That's a, <laughs> a dangerous man. Derry Henderson. He could be, or Derek, I don't even know his name. He could be my captain. Who knows? <laughs> So, like, what do you guys find that's effective? Does it generally make more sense to put most of your money in, like, the quarterback if you know it's going to be a good matchup? Because, I mean, this is a divisional game. I mean, I would I would usually go with a, a quarterback unless uh, your quarterback's not good than a receiver because receivers usually don't get negative points. 
But usually if I, the quarterback's like the captain of that team, you know, holding it down, you know, the heart of the team, then yeah, part right. of the Yeah, I mean, because right. I have like full trust on Matthew Stafford, just in like most game scenarios, but in something like this divisional matchup Monday night, I think that, it, that type of player is worth the investment, like right now. <laughs> Who do you like tonight? Lando, you want to go first? Uh, sure. That's a toughie. I like how the Rams scheme up against the San Francisco uh, defense. I really, I don't think that they're going to be able to keep them uh, at like 14, 21 points by like the third quarter. Cause I think that that's where San Francisco feels comfortable playing because mm. then they could just jet sweep and they could use a running game. I think the Rams are just going to come at them and hit them exactly how they're supposed to. I think that's going to be a high scoring game, but I like the Rams. Okay. Uh, Vital, what do you got? What do you got? I like the 49ers because I need to believe that the Rams are going to do well for my fantasy dreams. So <laughs> I picked the 49ers. <laughs> They're going to be fantastic. And I also put it so far as putting uh, Jimmy. Oh, no, I'll talk about my DraftKings thing. <laughs> okay, we'll do the. We'll do, we're almost there. Uh, so you got the Niners and you're you're all in on the Niners. And this is a trap. Gotta believe, dude. <laughs> Yeah, divisional game. It's I think it's gonna be tough. Uh, Lonnie, who you got? Rams or Niners? I got the Rams all the way. 30, uh, 35-21. Uh, big big win. Big statement win. You got a lot of shuffling. The Rams are going for broke. Von Miller, OBJ. Uh, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. They're gonna show you tonight. Uh, I got Matthew Stafford as my captain for DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna light it up. Uh, all right. We'll see. I- also, I'm going with the Rams tonight. I like Lonnie's uh, – I think, I think your point total is probably pretty close. That's that's kind of what I expect. I think it'll be close – I think it'll be uh, competitive into the fourth quarter, but I think the Rams will pull away at that point, early in the fourth, maybe late in the third. And Cooper Cup is your captain. Cooper Cup is my captain. You got it. Um, Vital, who's your captain tonight? Uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> it was almost Jimmy Garoppolo, but <laughs> <laughs> you didn't believe in the Niners that much. I didn't believe it that hard, but I really considered it. That was that last decision about the 10,000. Okay. All right. And then Lando, who you got for your captain tonight? I got Matthew Stafford. I like him against those San Francisco corners. I think he's going okay. to put in work tonight. I almost, I almost also went with Stafford tonight, but I just, I love the way he targets Cup and their connection. So I was like, I think he's going to outscore Stafford a little bit. Um, but yeah, I love both of them tonight. All right, uh, should be, uh, should be a fun game to watch. So, um, how many guys are coming up to the mic? <laughs> and Alani's coming, coming right now. I'm coming, coming with. Um, Amanda, you're coming. I'm going to go pick up Aaron. Cool. And I will be there. Sure. Right. Yeah, I, I texted Zach. I should be there in an hour. I'm Sounds good. That's how we do. We're not going to make it to this one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we all, all right. could add a reunion. No. I know. <laughs> See you guys in an hour. Um, okay. Cool. You guys got anything else you want to uh, plug before we get off off the air? Any shows coming up? Big stuff. Coming? I will be at the Miami Improv December eighth with the Jacked Up Comedy Show. Yeah. First time at the Miami Improv, so that'll be fun. Congratulations. That's going to be awesome. Vital, anything you got coming? uh yeah sorry looking at the date uh this saturday i'm gonna be at just the funny with uh dan castle uh abby ballin and jesse cohen nice. oh nice i'll slide by for that I'll yeah <laughs> i love their crowd is so good you can have it's 10... my first time i'm, I'm excited because oh, i know you no, told me to check them out yeah it's so fun it's yeah. you might not have a big crowd but it's gonna be a good crowd uh yep. yeah, all, pretty much guarantee and then lando you got anything coming up uh, yeah, this week I got uh, Imperial Motto on Thursday at 7, and then from there I'm driving to West Palm Beach. Uh, Corey Cognac is having a comedy contest at Hakuna Makava. 
Nice. So I'm going to be there at 8.30. And then I'm doing the coop this Friday. Uh, they're doing like a hey. little uh, showcase. So it was exciting. Awesome. Nice. All right. That sounds, yeah. that sounds great. Uh, I don't, I don't think I have anything big. I got like, I'm, I'm doing a private show on Saturday. Um, so I don't know where that is. Privates. Yeah. What I do. Um, yeah. So I don't even, nobody can come to it. I don't even know where it is yet. It's a mystery private show. (laughs) Charlie just booked me on it today. I don't know what we're doing. Love those. It's doing comedy at an orgy folks. Comedy. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Hey, um, the first time that's right. It might be last time. Okay, well, uh, for everybody who watches and listens, thank you guys for watching. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube and uh, our YouTube channel, Fantasy to Eat. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, and Bullhorn, and some other ones too. I forgot all of them. But thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Lando, thank you for joining us. It's great having you, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. All right? See you soon. All right. Later, guys.